All right. Welcome back, folks. And it is time once again to stick it into another episode of Outlaw Highway Randomness. And, you know, we forgot to set up a milestone of the last episode was episode 30. So, you know, I mean, I guess that's cool or not. I don't fucking know. But I just felt like I would like to share that. Our one year anniversary is coming up too, ain't it? Yeah, July 4th, actually. <laughs> Motherfucking Independence Day. Uh, well, hell, I guess let's get this show started. This is going to be a little different, though. We ain't got Florida mans. What I do have is a shitload of weird stories coming from my two home states, Kentucky and Tennessee. But Tennessee has some really weird shit. Not Tennessee, Kentucky. Um, so I'm just going to read some of these. I'm going to read them all. Um, well, I tell you what, we will, we can do this. There's 12 total. And uh, we ain't going to do all of them. I'm going to do some of them because some of them we don't give a fuck about. This one's called Library Justice. A Kentucky Lieutenant Governor candidate was arrested March 13, 2015 for an 11-year-old overdue library book. Initially pulled over for a traffic violation, this politician was charged with a misdemeanor for his way overdue book. How goddamn long does it have to be? And I'm sick, by the way, in case y'all can't tell. But uh, how long has it got to be for them to take out a misdemeanor over a library book? Right. Over a fucking library book. That's nuts. If I was him, I'd get out of trouble and then I'd close the library. Fuck them motherfuckers. Got the funding. Yeah, I'm the lieutenant governor. Fuck you. That's why doors is closed. Um... That one's not really cool. Okay. So a 27-year-old porn actor visiting Lewis, Lewis, Louisville, Kentucky, in May 2013, broke into a local fire station. One fireman got a rude awakening when he caught the actor red-handed masturbating on the gear he had taken from their personal lockers. The finding fireman stated the completely self-absorbed actor didn't even acknowledge him due to intoxication. <coughs> now, and we've touched briefly on things like this before. You know, I've been drunk. I've been fucked up. I've done some dumb shit. But never have I thought, hmm, let's go masturbate on some shit. Right. You know, I might have shit myself in the back of a cop car, but... I ain't never just now, be like, you, you know keep, what? I'm going to go into this fire station and jerk off. You keep referencing that story, but you have never told the people that story, sir. Yeah, we did. We oh, did. we did? Yeah, okay. we told that. Uh, we done done so many episodes. I can't remember half the shit we talk about. Oh, I know. It's hard as hell to keep up with. I, I've been thinking about that, and I was like, man, I should have had my handy-dandy computer tablet uh, and just kind of referenced you know, each show or something. Fuck, I don't know. Or I need to find us a fan that's got a better memory than we do. Um, 
moving on. This one's fucked up. I feel sorry for the guy. I hope to God he sued somebody or murdered somebody or something. Um, in October of 2012, a 61-year-old veteran sued the VA. Oh, it did so for making him lose part of his penis. Apparently, the nurse packed his privates in ice and left him there for a total of 19 hours after surgery, causing frostbite, followed by gangrene. And it says he lost five. I guess it's saying he lost five inches and had to have reconstructive surgery in order to urinate. Okay, now let's think about this for a minute. That article is confusing. Yeah, because <laughs> first of all, it says that he lost part of his penis, but then it said he lost five inches and they'd have reconstructive surgery. So I don't think he lost part of his penis. I think he lost like three quarters. Either that or he had a massive slog. <laughs> well, then why does he need all kind of reconstructive surgery to to pee well because even if it was just like just like <laughs> the tip he's still going to need reconstructive surgery well because it's not going to have there. the same uh design if you will yeah i'll give you that um i just sued the shit out of a motherfucker right cocksucker but see fuck? it's the same you know, I'd have sued the shit out of them, and then when they fixed it, be like, "Hey, throw on a couple extra inches." Yeah, right. <laughs> so this is interesting, and I didn't read this; I just scrolled down to it. Wanted Princess Elsa. Okay, Heartland officials. Now, see, that's over in that's over in cold country. Heartland officials, February in February placed the following statement on social media after a winter storm left over an inch of snow, which blamed the prime character in Frozen for the disaster. I've seen that. Uh, yeah. Wanted suspect is a blonde female last seen wearing a long blue dress and blah, 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 blah. Okay. First of all, I'm sure that was funny to kids, but the the state it was uh frozen shit needless to say every child fan of frozen was in tears the statement though in good humor was later retracted to calm the children okay first of all we're talking about an inch here that was kind of stupid now if you was talking about like erie pennsylvania back when they had like four and a half feet well that right there would have made more fucking sense but I mean, of course, Yankee, wait, we can't do that. Um, yeah, I cut that one. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah. But this fucking, I don't know, that whole thing's kind of dumb. But what do you expect, cocksuckers? You see awesome. that shit where uh, they put a roundabout somewhere in like middle of bumfuck nowhere, Kentucky. Didn't nobody know how to use the roundabout? Right. There's there's a video. I guess somebody shot video from like a drone, and you had motherfuckers going in this lane, and then this lane, and then some of them were actually going around, but they got confused, I guess, because you know they come up to the roundabout, and then they went wee straight back down. 
Bruh, yeah. I saw that. Um, that was, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if that was real or if that was meant to be a joke because that just, I, I get, but you can't tell me that these people have went their whole life and never seen a motherfucking roundabout. I mean, it, it looked like BFE Kentucky, you know. Could have been some yeah. of them motherfuckers never went outside their town their whole life. That's true. So, okay, we've made the statement jokingly, not jokingly, who the fuck knows that cocaine is a hell of a drug. Well, apparently meth is a hell of a drug. Um, a 50-year-old man was caught red-handed actually eating carpet lint at a Louis, a Louisville, Kentucky, Burlington Coke factory in May 2013. Apparently smoking crystal meth causes carpet cravings. And he admitted to using it before getting his lunch craving. So this motherfucker literally like went into the Burlington Coke factory with like this little comb and was digging up carpet lint to eat. Uh, 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 God, I don't know what would be worse doing that or like licking the floor of a, a bathroom in the truck stop. Mm. I'd rather eat a pimento cheese sandwich off the fucking toilet than to eat fucking carpet lint. Or lick mm. the, the floor of a truck stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and check this out. Orange is not the new black for Amish. Um, in 2011, Amish buggy drivers were ordered to place bright orange signs on their buggies for safety. Amish old order of Schwarzenbrugger, <laughs> dude. S W A R T Z E N T R U B E R. Schwarzenbrugger. I know I'm not saying that right, but God damn it, we're gonna say it like it's spelled anyway. So, um, used reflective tape, citing the triangular symbol, conflicted with religion. A religious sign. Eventually, eight Amish men were sentenced to jail time, but given black uniforms instead of the standard orange. What the fuck? I don't know. I mean, they're prisoners. Why the fuck would you give them nighttime camouflage? Right? <coughs> I mean, they're Amish. I don't imagine they would try to escape. I don't either, but, you know, I mean... How the hell are you going to arrest a motherfucker for not putting a triangle on this bug? Right? He's just going about his little Amish business there. <coughs> his own. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Imagine that. All right, pull the buggy over. Yeah, that's, that's fucking nuts. I, I don't get it. I mean, you know, Kentucky's weird, though. Um... I got two more, and we're just going to go with it. Fuck it. We've went this far. And, you know, we got an hour. So, um, a man in Jenkins needed gas, and the closest way to get it was a police vehicle. Thus, in April 2012, Michael Baker siphoned gas from an officer's car 
and he was proud. He was so proud of his stealthy actions. He posted images of the entire incident on Facebook. Needless to say, he was arrested. See, that just goes to show, you know, you do stupid shit. You play stupid games. You win stupid prizes. At least learn how to be a proper fucking criminal. Or if you're going to siphon gas out of a fucking car, don't do it to a fucking police car. You know, right, exactly. But, you know, that's like here in, in, in Tennessee, uh, in Springfield, where, where we're from. This motherfucker, they were posting all the time. They post pictures of criminals because apparently people don't know how to be correct criminals in Robertson County. They're just automatically fucking stupid, apparently, because they go and they rob a gas station and they don't have on no mask. No nothing. And you can see these motherfuckers playing his day on camera. And you're sitting there going, what kind of fucking crack did you smoke before you walked in the door? But then one day, motherfuckers got on a hoodie and a mask, like a medical mask, because, hey, guess what? It's COVID. And then everybody wants to pop up. Look at that coward wearing a mask. Okay, first of all, he followed our government's mandate that he has to wear a mask. So, but I condone the fact that he's a smart fucking criminal. He covered his fucking base, which is what you should do. I mean, if you're going to break the law, at least try to be good at it. I mean, the whole objective of breaking the law is to not get caught. Right. It ain't like it's fucking 1950, you know, 1940, 1950. I don't really know when, like, cameras and shit came around for, you know, places Mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, back in the day, yeah, you'd probably get away with it. But it's fucking 2021. There's cameras motherfucking everywhere. Exactly. You know, I mean, well, the first porno, we saw that. But, well, I mean, we know there was cameras then, but I doubt they really had them in the store and some motherfucker just with a crank candle following you around. <laughs> you know, that kind of defeats a person. He, he's up in a little perch at the right. top, just like... What the fuck? Yeah, you imagine how often he'd have to change out film during the day? Oh, man, they'd have to change out people like every 10 minutes because this motherfucker arm would just die. I mean, he wouldn't be able to do nothing. <coughs> All right. In April 2015, a 30, and this is, wait, Wait, we got to read the headline before I go into all this. This says ceramic chicken versus bra. So, Let's, y'all think about that for a second, and then we're going to buckle up and hammer down. All right, then. In April 2015, a 31-year-old Lexington woman forced her way into a 61-year-old woman's home, attempting to strangle her with a bra. The 61-year-old fought back and won the battle by striking the 31-year-old repeatedly with a ceramic chicken. The younger woman was rendered unconscious by the said chicken and then arrested alongside, oh, wait. Yeah, that don't have nothing to do with this. I, I went too far. Can you life. imagine getting your ass beaten by a ceramic fucking chicken? I, I can't say no names because this some bitch, but here is one of the stories that I was told growing up. This bastard, and he was he was a lifelong piece of shit over there in, you know, like 
South Main Street and all that shit over where your aunt lives. But uh, he broke into some old man's home in Greenbrier. And I, when I say old, I mean, this motherfucker like 75, something like that. Mm. And was trying to rob him. And this motherfucker took his cane and damn near beat him to death and <laughs> called the cops and had him picked up. And, you know, I, that's what that's what I was thinking back then. Could you guys be in jail? Two for attempted robbery. But what happened? Man, it's like 80-year-old man whooped my ass. Yeah, uh, ain't no way hell I'd tell that story in jail. Hell no. Because you immediately be going to become the bitch. Like you got your ass beat by a 70-year-old? All right, cool. I can handle you. Right? That shit was crazy. Um. Okay, first of all, if you got something, go ahead. I'm just looking. I seen uh, it was body cam footage, you know, going back to the whole crack thing. It was mm-hmm. like the craziest body cam footage I've ever seen. So it interviews <laughs> this crack head for, you know, the, the police is interviewing this crackhead first. And uh, she was like, she stole my $20 and didn't give me no crack. Da, 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 right. da. you need to arrest her and he was like so you were trying to buy crack from her and she was like yeah and he's like and she didn't give you none he was like, <coughs> she was like so then he goes over there to get this other chick's story and uh she's like yeah she said you know we're just sitting here on the porch enjoying the day and you know the house next door they used to be dealers you know dealers mm-hmm. used to live there and the cops like, oh yeah. She's like, yeah. And then this woman just walks up, and was like, hey, you, you got anything? She's like, no, I ain't got nothing. And then she walks away, and like ten minutes later, she come back like, hey, where my twenty dollars at? And she tells the cop this. She goes, I told her, I said, I didn't take your twenty dollars. She said, I'm a right. prostitute. I ain't no drug dealer. <laughs> so they both told on their fucking selves, right? Idiots. Yeah, I think you. I think we've out. actually talked about that story on here. Actually, yeah, we might have thirty um, episodes. We talked about a lot of shit, right? So you said you had some stuff you want to do. One of yours, um, kind of setting up this next thing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pull it up here. So I have a story that I, I come across. Um. This feller's name, where did it go? I'm not even going to try. I'll try it. How to, I'll try to pronounce his name. Amo Cavunian? We'll go with that. Amo Cavunian. Um, <laughs> this is a story. He was a Finnish soldier. I'm assuming during World War One or two. Uh, Mm -hmm. Finnish soldier gets separated from the rest of his unit, but he's the only one carrying the emergency amphetamines for the unit. He takes too many and goes on a one-man rampage for like two weeks straight, giving the opposing Soviet soldiers nightmares for decades. Oh, and he did it all on skis. During his messed up two to three week rampage, he got injured by a landmine, traveled uh, 400 kilometers on skis, and he only ate pine buds and a a Siberian jay that he caught, uh, which he ate raw. 
when he made it back to the finish lines, he was taken to a hospital where it was found that his heart rate was 200 beats per minute. And he'd lost 94.7 pounds. Jesus Christ. See, that sounds like some World War II shit, though, because they were mm-hmm. even Hitler was big on experimenting with fucking meth. Um, that's pretty crazy. So, you know, we've been talking about serial killers. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was so like, oh, my God, with this guy that I looked him up in two different spots. But on the page where I've been finding them, and I don't remember talking about this guy last week because I think I accidentally skipped him. But I, if, even if I did, I'm going to elaborate more on this. So um, this is another product of the flawed justice system. Henry Lee Lucas was released from prison after killing his own mother due to overcrowding. He would then go on to kill at least 350 people over 20 years. Damn. Uh, Although he claims to have been involved in roughly 600 murders. It's a lot of murdering. So, I mean, was he like training motherfuckers or what? So I got to looking because that just seemed far-fetched to me. Now, I've, I actually found a whole article about him. And um, he, he lived from between 1936 and 2001. He was an American serial killer whose crime spanned from the 1960s to 1983. Um, convicted of murdering 11 people and sentenced to death for the murder of Deborah Jackson Though his sentence was commuted to life imprisonment in 98, Lucas rose to infamy after confessing to more than 100-plus murders to the Texas Rangers uh, and other law enforcement officials while in prison. He died of congested heart failure in 2001. So this guy, the article that, that I pulled my information off of was a little far-fetched. He did brag about killing hundreds of people but he only confessed to like a hundred murders that's a nice water sprinkler why the hell are we looking at it because i I gotta charge my phone so i'm having to to rig something up here um so yeah there's that and the fact of obviously he was a whack job but you know, how do you let a motherfucker out for overcrowding for murder? You don't let people out for overcrowding for murder. You let people out from overcrowding for, oh, I don't know, robbery or uh, drugs. Drugs or, yeah, see, now you get it. But fucking murder? I mean, especially when. You know, motherfucker. So what? So he 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 murdered his mom, was put in prison, and then and when he got out, go. that's when he did all this murdering, all this yeah. other murdering. Yeah, they let him out, and that motherfucker went on a nice little rampage for years. You'd think. I mean, they would I'm keep assuming in 1960. I'm assuming 1960 was his first murder with his mom. 
So mm. I don't know how long he was in prison, but I mean, when he got out, if he tromped around murdering to 83, that's a long fucking time. And if he stayed on the move, that's, you know, even whatever. Yeah, like I said, you'd um, think they'd, they'd have tried to at least keep somewhat of an eye on the motherfucker. Uh-huh. So, I got some more shit. Uh, I think this doubled, so let me delete this real quick. Okay. So, we got some horrifying Tennessee facts, but... I found some really crazy, like, weird shit with Texas, obviously. Um, So this is one of my favorites because I I did kind of glance over these. But Wichita Falls, Texas, a woman was banned from Walmart after drinking wine from a Pringles can while astride an electric shopping cart in the Wichita Falls Times record, record news reports that the police arrived at the store around 9 a.m. Employees said the Lone Ranger had been riding around on the property since 6.30 in the morning. And after <coughs> the story made <coughs> the rounds, 10,000 people jokingly RSVP to a copycat Facebook event. Uh, and three men actually showed up to toast in her honor at the North Austin Walmart. She was riding around since 6 a.m. 6.30 in the morning. You know, she was fucked up. So what was she doing? Like, because if she just I, had a Pringles can, you know. Couldn't have held that much wine. So what she do? Drink her wine, go out the car, get some more. Maybe it was their wine, but mm. I mean, liquid volume. Uh, Pringles can would damn near hold an entire glass of wine or a bottle of wine. I would Maybe. think. I mean, um, but yeah, I thought that was funny because, well. That's just fucking nuts, obviously. Um, So, you remember, it was last episode, we talked about the whole Josh fight, how that shit actually went down and everything. Well, Mm -hmm. now, someone has created a new group. It's going to be the Nathans next. Oh, yeah. The Nathans. Mm -hmm. Okay. (coughs) That's kind of funny. Speaking of fighting, So we talked about Jake Paul Mm -hmm. and we'll take a break from Texas and shit. Uh, We talked about Jake Paul. Well, now it turns out that Logan Paul has signed a fight for June 6th with none other than Floyd Mayweather with a stipulation that he can come in up to 30 pounds heavier. Mayweather or Paul? Dumbass. Paul. So, Logan. So, here's my thing with that. First of all, 
that puts you i would normally say that puts you at an unfair advantage but in researching that i actually read an article where conor mcgregor says that floyd mayweather hits harder than men twice his size so with connor saying that you know i mean obviously unless it's some kind of crazy fucking one hand behind you back bullshit i i don't see him being able to beat floyd mayweather i just don't and i hope floyd just whoops the ever-loving shit out of that boy but i told you my theory is jake paul and now he's got his brother involved in this shit and they're basically youtube douchebags um i think he set all this up i think he's that smart and what i think he's looking for is if he talks enough trash if he fights enough nobodies somebody will offer him the fight of a lifetime just to prove you know shut him Mm -hmm. down once and for all and he's gonna gain millions i think he's looking for that 40 million dollar fight and when he does it doesn't matter to him if he gets his ass kicked and he becomes a laughing stock because it's all about that 40 million dollars he's gonna get and you know the, the something i didn't know until i was doing some research on it you know i don't really think like you said that that's gonna put floyd at a disadvantage because really Floyd has fought and won titles in five different weight classes. Uh-huh. You know, granted, Floyd's been out, what? Because he came back out of retirement to fight McGregor. That was, what, two years ago? Yeah. If that. So, I don't know. I don't I, – I'm with you. I hope fucking Floyd just knocks him the fuck out and whoops his ass because maybe that'll shut him up. Uh, he's he's in he you know even even so he's still in really good shape so and it will be an exhibition bout so it won't go on either of their professional records either no so i mean i think that's bullshit itself i mean you want to run around fight motherfuckers you know and 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 try to claim you you know Billy Badass professional fighter, you know, put that shit on a record. Go fight some legitimate fucking fights and this step to somebody. And I think that's why they are getting so much flack from like all these professionals where they're just like, yeah, he ain't shit. They're not going to give him the time of day. And it doesn't have nothing to do with being scared. He hasn't earned, they, you know, he hasn't earned that spot. He hasn't earned and, that right. And that's what Fury was talking about. He was like, you know, you're over here like demanding all these fucking fights and you're a fucking nobody you haven't proven yourself you don't have the right to be in it even be in the fucking ring with fucking mayweather because he ain't done shit no and you're right on that and it's like who the fuck are you to step to me Mm -hmm. so you know and you're going up fucking floyd mayweather he's fucking 50 and oh yeah, and you know, With, I think just, I think thirty something knockouts. It's twenty something or thirty something knockouts. Right, but well, let's even stop and, and go back to Jake for a minute. Um, that motherfucker, 
I mean, he's calling out people that aren't actual boxers mm-hmm. because he thinks he can beat those people. But if you think about it, he fought that little cat that we watched. And that that, that poor son of a bitch, he never – if he had a Whoever, trainer, whoever thought it was a good idea to put him in the <laughs> ring is a fucking idiot. He should have never been in the ring. And if he had a trainer – I would sue the shit out of that motherfucker because he didn't train that poor guy. Uh, the basketball player, I can't remember his name. But then you got, you know, this last guy he fought. Ben. And we're, you know what? I'm not even going to grace that guy with saying his name. I'm going to call him Fuckstick because that's the way he fought. He fought like a Fuckstick. I don't even, he didn't even throw a punch. That son of a bitch took a $500,000 dive. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd take a $500,000 dive, but I'm not an athlete, nor have I ever been. And if I was on that level, I damn sure wouldn't take a $500,000 dive. Because at the end of the day, you know, I mean, he made a laughing stock out of himself, his sport that he's retired from. And, you know, anybody else. I mean, it just turned into a big fucking joke. And he knew it. He didn't care. I mean, he was backstage afterwards or, you know, in the locker room or wherever the fuck they go. And he was all smiles and walking with some hot bitch. But, you know, I mean, it's... And that's that's what's good about this Mayweather fight is because I don't think we're going to see that. Because Mayweather's got the money. He doesn't need to take a fall. So no. Mayweather's actually going to go in there and fight this motherfucker. But has Logan Paul fought anybody? I don't think so. I don't think I either one I've of them. I've never heard a fucking word about Logan Paul. I didn't even know he had Logan, a brother. To be Logan's, Lo, which one's Logan? I get them mixed up. Jake Paul's the one that fought Ben, right? Yeah. So Logan has had one fight and he lost. I think he was KO'd. That's it. One fight. Jesus Christ. Yeah. See, this is all just a fucking game. I mean, this is like the worst reality TV show I've ever seen. <laughs> Other than the news. The news is the worst reality TV show ever. Well, but. see, and I got something for you here. So uh, after doing some more research, it is not confirmed. They're in negotiations, but supposedly around September time frame, we're going to see Mike Tyson versus Lennox Lewis. Yes. Um, so they're in negotiations. It hasn't been confirmed, um, but just a little background here. Um, the last time that these two fought was in 02. Um, and Lennox won it with an eighth round knockout. Uh, yeah. Lennox's last fight was in 03. So I don't know what kind of preparations he's been doing, but if he ain't training like Tyson, he's going to get that ass whooped. Right. Well, you know, I mean, um, I haven't seen anything on him in a long time. I remember him. Um, 
He's a year older than Tyson. I did just look that up. Uh, he's 55. Um, let's see here. It's a fight. Granddaddy would have loved this scene. You know it. <laughs> yeah, no shit, man. That's a fact. Um, let's see what it looks like if we can find something. I wouldn't call him. Well, they don't show any like newer recent pictures of him, you know, with like no shirt or full body shots. These are all like head shots, like he's trying to fucking model. But I mean, I wouldn't really call him out of shape for his size. So yeah, I mean he he may not be out of shape <laughs> just because he doesn't look out of shape. I mean, you don't know what he's been doing, right? You know. And that's well, probably where the whole, you know, them still being in negotiations is because, you know, he well, kind of needs to train up. Right. And that's Tyson, why they push we know it Tyson, to September. Yeah. Because we know Tyson's been training. I'm just glad he got a fight because he's been, you know, I, I hope it all works out because he's been looking so hard. Um, yeah. And, and so like we, we've talked, we've talked, yeah. We've talked about this before, you know, I would, I would like to see Tyson fight one of these young guys. Yeah. You know, and I, th I think yeah. Tyson would do it too. I think you he know. could. Um, you know, I mean, I would like to see that in an exhibition setting as opposed to like an actual match in case, you know, he does struggle. But, uh, you know, I'd like to see somebody that he can fight and actually go some fucking rounds with toe-to-toe -to -toe as opposed to, his, his last fight, I mean, uh, hats off to Roy Jones Jr. He had a good career, uh, but he just – he wasn't in that, man. He just wasn't in the in the shape or nothing. Ghost yeah, I mean, he may, have, but, he may have had a good career, but that's another one. I don't think he should have gotten the ring with Tyson. I don't. I don't. And like we said then, and I still stand by it today, I felt sorry for Tyson because – he wanted a fight, and he didn't and get he didn't what he get wanted. Mm. No. You know, I was hoping, hoping to God, and it still might happen, and let's hold out America, that Jake Paul will be dumb enough, and I know it's a different weight class, blah, 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 but he's a cocky piece of shit, and I honestly think that he'll get in his head that he could do it. But I hope to God, He's dumb enough to call out Tyson for an exhibition match, and we get to see that. I don't think we will because of the whole weight class. Uh, see, the thing about exhibition, though, is you can skate around the weight class. I mean, how can well, his brother was, come yeah. in 30 pounds heavier? That was going to be my next question. Yeah. With it being an exhibition, does that mean, you know, weight class really isn't an issue i mean if i called it an exhibition match i could have fucking boxed andre the giant would have no because if he connected once uh, my life is over but you know i'm getting cabrons for christmas the rest of my life but <laughs> you know uh we have strayed so far so here's you know 
I'm going to have to bounce to my phone for this one because I couldn't find the article. So y'all bear with me. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Screenshots. So I read a thing the other day, and this kind of got me in the feels, man, because, you know, I seen when, when Granny got down, and there was some stuff she couldn't do. And he, he, it never got to this extreme, but like, you know, she couldn't take a pot out of the sink or, or get it off a stove or something. Granddaddy would step in and do things. And I, I seen this and it kind of got me in the feels, but uh, it was a Facebook post on a site called Hair Design by Brittany. And it's an old man and the hairdresser and there's a woman sitting in the chair and it's a well okay there's not a woman it's a mannequin that I zoomed in on but it says this lovely gentleman came in today to learn how to curl his wife's hair his wife is unable to curl her own hair it often burns herself so he stepped up to the plate and learned how to curl her hair we had the pleasure of teaching him. We taught him how to do volume curls on short hair and how to protect her skin from being burned. And uh, we even taught him to put on her mascara. Now, see, that's the difference between even my generation and the older guys is because you do what the fuck you, you need to do. And it's that simple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God bless that guy. And these older older generations, you know, that's a lesson to be learned right there. But it does get you right in the feels. Those, those morals have gone out the window over the years because I'll be honest with you, when I got married for the first time, I didn't go into it thinking, eh, shit. If uh, if it don't work out, so be it. I, I was taught that, you know, through my grandparents, uh, even though pretty much like divorce is just kind of what the family does, it seems like. It's like a big game of who's leading. Uh, right, who's, who can get the most divorces. Right. So, and, uh, but you know, Granny and Granddad, they were married 70 plus years. And... I'm pretty sure, yeah. And that they actually got a plaque from, I think, the governor of Tennessee. And I remember Granny was so proud of that thing. And it's still hanging on their living room wall. And, uh, man, it just, that shit's gone now. Nobody nobody looks at marriage like that anymore. Well, I'm going to give it a shot if it don't work. Well, you know, it don't work. But, uh, Real quick, you know, here's uh, the thing. Oh, between ahead. between like mine and your generation, especially my my generation, you know, a lot of them look at it as, all right, cool, on to the next one. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm guilty of it. I joke and say, damn, look at that. She looked like ex wife number four. But you know, I mean, it's it's just different times. Um, so. I wanted to bring this up, too, because this is another good point. <clears throat> I don't know how to say his motherfucker's name, and I should have looked it up. 
because he is some sort of Asian descent and God bless him and me both. I'm going to murder that. So anyway, he's an Angels baseball player and he's a pitcher and I'm just going to call him Showy because I don't know how the fuck to say his first name. Uh, But he's the first pitcher since Babe Ruth to start the game while leading Major League Baseball in homers. So not only is he a pitcher, he's a bad motherfucker with a bat. And I thought that was pretty incredible because that really ain't something we've seen in a long time. Oh, he's a current player? Yes. For the eight or one of them fucking out west teams. <coughs> I know, I murdered that shit, but you get the idea anyway. Um, so let's get back to Texas, I guess. You got anything else you would like to add? No, I'm out of, I had everything. I've, I've hit everything I had. Ah, right, son of a bitch. I got one All thing, right. but I'm saving it for the end. Okay. I seen something. Well, I heard something <coughs> on the topic of baseball. I don't. Like I said I heard it. I didn't do no research on it. You just reminded me of it talking about baseball. Mm-hmm. But uh, the MLB made a. You know they scheduled a game, but it was only a seven inning game. Well, because of a technicality of a rule, this motherfucker didn't get credit for pitching a no-hitter. Huh. Because it didn't go a full nine innings. But yeah. for the full, you know, for the seven that they played, he threw a no-hitter, but he didn't get credited for it all because of that, you know, a technicality. This so there's a lot of yeah, actually, I think they gave him credit for it. Probably because of all the fucking uh, yeah, blowback. I think they on. went back and gave him credit for it. Uh, I think I remember a Facebook friend actually posting on that because he posts a lot of baseball shit because, hey, we're Yankee fans. But, um, yeah, I think they went back and, and uh, actually changed that. That's cool. Good for him. Yeah. Okay, so an Abilene, Texas, a city council, a a city council member announced that instead of seeking re-election, he plans to spend more time working on his underground bunker. Steve Savage, that's a cool name. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. But anyway, uh, let's see here. Who has served on the council since 2015 told KTXS that he's creating an ultra-safe home with a new ballistic missile silo. Oh, within a ballistic missile silo. The silo, which Savage recently purchased, one of the 12 built by the military during the 1960s near Dyes Air Force Base. Well, that's kind of cool. 
I mean, you know, that's not really an underground bunker, though. So that was written kind of shitty because that's like an underground fucking house. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, shit, if I had that kind of money, if I could afford it, shit, I'd build me one, too. Hell yeah. Remember, I said if I could build one of those, and of course, I guess the go, the the fun part would be trying to go down it without throwing up, but I would build the house where like the whole underground base is, but then in the missile silo, I'd put me a swimming pool at the bottom with a spiral fucking slide all the way up that bitch. <laughs> and that would be the objective. You get really drunk and see if you can go down it without throwing up. That would be cool as shit. That'd be a big ass swimming pool. Yeah. I'd How many chemicals you would need? Right. Well, you, you know, you got all the chemicals down there. You need probably left behind. Uh, your pool man would hate the fuck out of you though. Right. <laughs> uh, Corpus Christi, a hit and run driver led police. On a thrilling low-speed chase um, to catch his John Deere tractor. Report says Alan Bad, B-A-D-E, uh, 45, allegedly backed into a van with his tractor <coughs> before fleeing Highway 77 on the hour-long chase that ended... <clears throat> When the camo clad bad drove into a field and was surrounded by cops. Well, fuck. I bet he was drunk. Man, who right, is going to get from the cops on a tractor? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that has to do with the price nigs in Alabama, but they felt the need to. Mourn a truckload of avocados, or I put an L in that is actually. <laughs> you said you said avocados. Is that what you said? I'm dying. Avocados. That's exactly what the fuck I was about to say. Um. Says holy guacamole, some 42,000 pounds of avocados were waterlogged when a tractor trailer plunged into the south, some sort of fucking river. Uh, the Junction Eagle live streamed the 40 minute effort to recover the truck from the water next to Highway 377 south. Uh, Nothing that nothing that the driver was uninjured. No word on the fate of the avocados. Okay, first of all, this motherfucker had a stroke in the middle of writing his article. <laughs> Somebody and, didn't proofread his shit. Yeah, right. Okay. That's crazy. That's what confused me. Because in the last story I read, he was fleeing on Highway 77, and this happened on Highway 377. Mm. And I remembered it, and I thought, dude, fucked up the article on that part. But that one line, that 
nothing that the driver was uninjured that oh it says noting okay so i'm having a stroke jesus what the fuck get it together get it together i'm just fucking man my allergies is kicking my ass because we got all these dogwood trees down this road and driving back and forth between Tennessee to the hospital and back here, fuck, it's killing me. Um, a pair of hitchhikers in a government Canyon State natural area called 911 to report an animal had been following and growling at them. So they had taken refuge by climbing a tree. A park police officer arrived. And according to the Texas Game Warden's field note newsletter, found the couple flinching at the source of the threatening noise. The sound of cars passing over rumble strips on a nearby road. The lost hitchhikers were reassured by the officers and the unknown can be scary. Wow. They confused rumble strips with an animal following them. That's so they climbed a tree and called the police. Mm. Again, can't meth is stupid. a hell of a drug. <laughs> right? You can't fix stupid. I don't know if that's even stupid or just, I don't know. Maybe they was on some shit. Maybe they was on some really good shit, apparently. So, um, so the, here's something we're going to, have to do some more research on, um, because these are just short headlines. But this is something I want to do some research on to talk about next week. Um, so I'll just touch base on some of it, but. Uh, Chickamauga and Chattanooga National Military Park apparently there's a lot of haunted stories that come out of there just because of how many people died and one of the big ones that everybody talks about is old blue eyes is what they call it and it's a blue eyed soldier that apparently during one of the battles had his head blew off and he's floating around looking for his body so i don't know if that means his head's just floating through me there or what the fuck's going on you know that might be another myth a myth story but you have to have, definitely have to do some research on that yeah um and here's something i really didn't know that I'm going to have to do some more research. And this is kind of giving y'all a preview into some of next week's stuff. The city of Nashville has a whole hidden history underneath the surface. Um, most folks don't know about Nashville's hidden tunnels, but they make for quite an in- interesting story and a thoughtful study once you do the digging, which we did for you, of course, who would have known? And then there's a website, Web of Tunnels Beneath Our City, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. That's crazy because I didn't know there was like all these tunnels underneath Nashville. 
I mean, I used to work at a play hotel, and there's literally <coughs> a fuck ton of tunnels underneath it because they don't allow employees to walk through the hotel. You have to go through the tunnel. And it is a huge pain in the dick to try to figure out where the hell you're at when you right. first start there. It's confusing as fuck. Get lost as shit in there. Yep. Uh, even even like the employee like lunchroom, we had a huge cafeteria. The place where you go to, they had their own dry cleaner where you can like turn in uniforms, get them dry cleaning shit, uh, all kinds of stuff. Everything you did was in them motherfucking tunnels. That's um, cool. Yeah. But yeah, those are definitely some, some topics for next week because that's some crazy shit but like on this list of really scary things they talk about um which i don't understand why this is on the list a four-part haunted house located in madison um that's open during october but they don't even tell you the name of the haunted house nashville nightmare is what it says but i ain't never heard of it you ain't never heard of it? Uh-uh. Yeah. We went to the haunted prison one time. And uh, so I had this friend. Um, and we go to the haunted prison. And for whatever reason, it seemed like a good idea because I guess we was in high school to get high as a motherfucker before we went into this place. And we go in there, and this motherfucker's terrified of chainsaws, unbeknownst to me, by the way. So, you know, the whole Jason thing. We're going down this little corridor. What? And I'm big as a motherfucker. Jason didn't have a chainsaw. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Mask or whatever. Well, this motherfucker actually had on a Jason mask, though. I guess that's what ah. was relevant. But we're going down this little hall. And I, I'm i so big that I have to turn at an angle to go down this hall. And this motherfucker's behind me. I just so happened to look behind us. And there's a son bitch in a Jason mask come out of this little pop-open door. And he's coming down that hall that fucking chainsaw. He turned around and he saw this son bitch coming down the hall. And he climbed up me and down the other side like I was a fucking ladder and ran. <laughs> the guy couldn't even keep his composure. He done dropped his chainsaw sitting on the ground fucking rolling. I'm laughing my ass off because I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty funny. But at the end of this thing, and I went through it because shit like that don't really scare me. But at the end of this thing, I get through it and uh, they have a tunnel that has all these lights and the tunnel's spinning 
and you walk through this catwalk. And it's trippy when you're sober, but when you're stoned to hell and gone, it's worse than trippy. I think it took me 20 minutes to cross that 10 foot catwalk because I was on my damn hands and knees because I couldn't even stand up on the motherfucker. <laughs> and I crawled across that some bitch. But yeah, it was uh it was definitely interesting. So so those of you that are from Tennessee or the surrounding areas will probably have heard of this, but some of our listeners probably have not. And that would be the story of the Bell Witch. And yes. I went a year ago, two years ago, to the play that they have. And there's a specific part in this play where they reference something that this woman actually said. I think it's something, if something she said um, that they include into the play. And let me back up a little bit. This is outdoors play. Like, have you ever been to it? Uh-uh. It's, I don't even think it's a mile from the actual caves over there. Right. So it's outdoors, you know, middle October. It's dead fucking quiet, dead fucking still. Well, when they get to this part where they're referencing something she said, all of a sudden the wind just picks up and starts blowing like a motherfucker. Damn. Yeah. And they say it happens every fucking time they get to this part. It doesn't matter if it ain't, you know, it ain't blow. The wind ain't blowed in fucking two weeks. Every time they get to the, that part, that fucking wind starts picking up and blowing through there. Damn. It's creepy as a motherfucker. That is pretty creepy. I'll give you that. That would fuck me up and I'm not shaking easily. You know, I, I guess what fucks me up even to this day and I think it does a lot of people is turning lights off and having my back to the dark room behind me. I know damn good and well there ain't a fucking thing <laughs> in that room. But turning that shit off, I book it through the house. I'm the killer light switches. And I don't know what the fuck it matters because when I get to the bedroom and it's still dark, if there's anything behind me, it's going to kill my ass regardless. Especially in places you don't know. Right. Well, you said you had something you're saving for the end. I think now would be a good time. This is, uh, you know, we had one come across through the group chat. So let's leave the fans here with a complete mind fuck. Is the S or the C silent in the word sent? And that's all I got. All right. Well, that is most definitely interesting. All right. And with that being said, I am Country. And I'm Jules. And we are pulling out. If I can turn this motherfucker off. God dang it. What the fuck? Jesus. See, y'all always get some bullshit. And there you go.